Hello there. Welcome to episode 74 of the Clarity for the Real podcast, where we discuss diverse topics, mostly from a Christian perspective, but we blend other philosophical quotes and solutions to better your life experiences. In episode 74, we're going to be talking about nine common depression triggers. There's nine common depression triggers. And the scripture that will come from is 1 Samuel chapter number 30 and verses number 6. That's 1 Samuel chapter number 30, verses number 6. The Bible says, Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Okay? So, in that particular chapter, the people um, pretty much went through a lot of turmoil. And... um, they went to Ziglag and all of that, and the Amalekites were the people that attacked them, and it they took away the women and the children, okay? And so um, the people were very distressed because the people and their family were kidnapped and all of that, and even David's two wives were kidnapped as well. And so the people spoke of stoning David, and he was under great stress and depression from um, that, but he encouraged himself in the Lord, okay? Um, So, I'm glad I'm back. (laughs) I had a very busy time at work, and this is always my busy time, and so uh, I missed you guys, and I wanted to do a podcast episode today about nine common depression triggers. And so, um, like I said, depression is, like I said, the very drawn out, sad disposition. You know, you're not motivated to do anything and that sort of thing. And it affects a lot of people. And there are some things that trigger depression and we have to become aware of those triggers, okay, and see what exactly uh, we can do to um, strengthen ourselves. And that's one of the reasons why I read First Samuel 30 and 6, because what triggered David's depression was the people spoke of stoning him. They, they talked about great displeasure, and here he was, a king, trying to lead the people, and it was an unfortunate circumstance or a negative circumstance where uh, Ziglag was burned and the women and even the children were taken captive, okay? And so one of the things that depression is often triggered by are stressful and negative life events. Okay, and sometimes those stressful and life um, re- uh, events can be reoccurring sometimes. 
sometimes it may be that you experience a death and then all of a sudden you lose a job and then all of a sudden there's a divorce or something like that. Some things do happen to where bad things do happen uh, on in cycles sometimes and sometimes back to back to back to back. Okay. So um, let's look at some triggers um, that can kind of be uh, used with depression. Okay. So the first trigger is grief and loss. All right. Grief and loss. Just like we saw the David's conflict with the Amalekites. A lot of people were grieving because the Amalekites burned Ziglag down and they took their precious wives and children. And most likely these are men. But, you know, these these men, they experienced some sort of loss. Okay, they were crying and were grieving at the same time. And so, um, you know, I did a, a, a series on grief and I talked about like when there's really no timetable for grieving, you know, but it can cause a lot of depression. Okay, especially if it was somebody that was close to you that you really, you know, enjoy being around, okay? Number two, and this is a big one that I've been through, all right? Rejection. Rejection. Now, in the scripture, it's almost like when this bad thing happened with David, the people rejected him because it was like, well, we're going to stone him. Uh, he didn't do, you know, kind of what he was supposed to do. But David had to encourage himself. And so, you know, isolation can really hurt any human soul. And I think, and I can speak for myself, I've been through this where. You see other people and, you know, they kind of have what you want and you just kind of wonder, okay, when is this going to happen for me? And then when you try to get there, um, it almost seems like it's a harder obstacle for, you know, you or whatever. And that was kind of what I've been through. Um, And so it is can be difficult, I say, to really encourage yourself because some people are more sensitive to rejection than uh, others. They have a a term called rejection sensitivity. Um, And some people are just more sensitive to rejection than other people. Some people can take it. And so that's why I encourage people to stop just thinking that rejection is just some easy thing for people to get through. Oh, it happens. We all get rejected. And that's true. But everybody doesn't process it the same. You know what I mean? Everybody doesn't process 
rejection the same. Based on, uh, it could be based on a couple things. It could be based on our family lives. It can be based on past traumas that we've been through. Okay. Um, and our past experiences. So everybody's rejection, rejection sensitivity is not the same. Okay. Everybody, some people are more sensitive. Some people are less. Okay. Number three, we talked about stress. Okay. And how stress can be a factor in the triggering of depression. All right. Um, I've been reading this book now. Um, I forget the author's name. I don't have the book in front of me right now. But he talks about how... Um, and when I find out this book, I'll, I'll have to let y'all know. I think it's called I'm Done With That. I think that's what it's called. But basically, this pastor took on so many obligations... And he was stressed out, and his stress fed his anger, and he became less patient with people, and all of that type of thing. So, you know, it's important that when you uh, know your depression triggers, that you try to, you know, kind of see, or have you been stressed out? Are you taking on too many things, okay? Um, some people do get depressed by, you know, getting sick and it could be a change in their life patterns to where they was used to doing certain things. And because the, the illness limits them, they can't do those things anymore. It causes a depression. Okay. And it's a smaller percentage, usually, uh, between 10 to 15 percent. Okay. Number five, lack of sleep. Believe it or not, lack of sleep. And so, uh, you have to kind of get some rest. You don't want to be so zapped all the time and that can lead to depression. All right. So it's always important to make sure that you get plenty of rest in order to um, be energetic. Because when you're lethargic and you're tired all the time, uh, it can easily lead to depression. Okay? Number six, rumination. Okay? Rumination is more of a, well... I don't know if I'm going to call it a Buddhist term, but it can be. But it's basically when you think about what makes you sad all the time. Or it can also be like holding grudges. You sit there and you, you, you know, you had an experience to where you was embarrassed or you would, you know, someone made you mad. And then you sit there and you think about it. Uh, it's almost like you obsess over it. And so, again, you have to learn how to get over certain things kind of quickly and move forward. Because if you stay on, stay there, you let the depression set in. All right? So, something to think about there. 
All right, number seven, money problems. All right, now this is one of the reasons why I did the PSA talking about money and how you have to grow your money. Um, and even the Bible talks about um, in Ecclesiastes, I think it's seven twelve, talks about money is a defense. Okay, and it helps to have money to be able to. Um, get through life's misfortunes. Now, I'm not saying to obsess over money, but I am saying that we do need to develop different streams of income, and we also need to develop, um, you know, just business sense and that sort of thing, and money management, okay? And when you have... Uh, a huge financial loss, it can create more stress, okay? Because you do need money in order to grow yourself and, and not only that, but have a better life, okay? Number eight, life transitions, okay? Now, uh, some things in life, when it changes, is a good thing. But some changes in life kind of leave us worried, okay? Like I talked about the divorce. If you were married and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you've kind of been divorced, that's a lot, That's a negative life change. Now, for some people, it may not be, okay? Also, like the death of a spouse, Uh if if you've had your your wife or your husband and they all of a sudden died and it's like that's another life transition that you know almost as though you it just hits you like a, a shock and so uh life stressors can be uh unexpected and sometimes they can uh, like some people that, that are in the hospital and they only have a certain amount of time to live. Like, that's one of those things where it can happen to where um, it's just a life transition that you, you're kind of aware about a little bit more than the person that went through the unexpected thing, but it still causes depression. Okay. And the last one is substance abuse. Okay. Substance abuse. And uh, I mean, certain alcohol or certain uh, drugs can cause the imbalance in the brain. And ultimately, it can lead to depression a lot sooner. Okay. And, you know, I I don't want to go too deep into that because, I mean, we all know that. And so, yeah. So thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. We're going to come back with another. We're going to talk more about managing your triggers. And we're going to talk about, um, you know, that sort of thing. And that'll be the last episode on depression. And we'll start another series up pretty soon.
All right.